Welcome, one and all, to episode number four of No Bucks Given right here on the Horny Goat channel and the Horny Goat Podcasting Network, where we talk about everything and anything going on in this crazy, crazy world with, of course, the wonderful Horny Goat crew. You guys know me. I am OK Fabe, and uh, welcome once again. It's Saturday, and you know what that means. Uh, it's another episode of No Bucks Given. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we apologize we're, we're a little bit behind. Uh, some of you may or may not know that uh, as of, well, as of this recording, uh, we just got finished uh, kind of catching up with the royal rumble so we were a little bit behind getting live here uh but want to thank everybody for coming in and uh, appreciate you guys all patience of course i am not alone i've got the wonderful horny goat crew with me of course i've got the bear from upstairs canadian basement what's going on basement bonjour bitches wow like you sound so so uh so excited about this yeah yeah that... <laughs> i'm ready to go man i'm fucking amped up <laughs> Of course, we got the lovely Gina on the on the call. What's going on, Gina? What's going on, guys? How you doing there? How you doing? No spoilers. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm gonna spoil everything. Just don't just spoil you fucking bitch. Okay, Jose Jalapeno. And of course. <laughs> and of course, we got the it couple, the power couple of the horny go. We got JP and Heather. What's going on, guys? What's going on? <laughs> that, was, that was so, so good. smooth. You want to smooth. Say, hi? You wanna say hi to everybody? No, no, no. Well, hi. hi that was JP. That's JP laughing. Um, for the for those of you listening on the audio format, so um, couple things we want to plug and or promote before we get things started. Of course, if you guys have not checked out, uh, we've got a lot of content this week over on Horny Goats YouTube channel. Uh, of course, we have the latest episode of the Marvel Roundtable where we talked about everything in the Incredible Hulk. That was a very interesting little tidbit. Of course, we also had a uh, birthday wheel of fun. It was Rayshon's birthday this or this past Wednesday. Oh man, that Jackbox party pack was was very very interesting. He said, he oh, said, God. he said, he said, he said. So make sure you check <laughs> check that out. Uh, Basement Heather and Gina also got a chance to continue their adventures over at Little Big Planet Three. So make sure you check out that little fun video. And of course, we also did our our <laughs> our latest watch along, which was of course Law Abiding Citizen, which honestly it was much better than I remember it being. Not that it was a bad movie, but just it, it was a good pick by Rayshon for sure. So make sure you check that out. And of course, since it's the end of the month, coming at you very, very soon on the channel, we got a highlight reel showcasing the best of January 2022. So keep your eyes out for that. So much cool stuff here on the Horny Go channel. But how are you guys doing this week? I know Basement's uh, going to be possibly in or out because of his connection, but how, how's you guys week so far? Not that I haven't talked to you guys every single freaking day. Much better this week. It was it was quite. Uh, we like I said, we did the um, server the thing with my dad. We, me and my youngest brother did that, and then you know, mm. it was it was a. I went back to work. It was good to get back to work and actually talk to people. Not I, other than my family about things that I really didn't. It was nice to talk, get my mind off of things. So it was, it was, uh, it was quite refreshing. Good, good. How about yeah? How about basement Heather or basement Heather Gina? I know Heather's just stepped out for a second. Yep, she's coming. Yeah. All right, uh, I've been doing pretty good. I uh, came up to see my sister and my nephew, and this little motherfucker finally <laughs> warmed up to me. 
Oh, that took like how long? He's a year and a half. Jeez. Eighteen yeah, months. It's not. Bad guy. You're not the bad guy anymore. I'm not the bad guy. The other That's good. The other uncle is the bad guy. <laughs> He's the scary man. <laughs> He's a scary man. Uh, no, I'm like I'm able to hold him and everything. I put on his little shoes and his socks and shit. Oh, I'm glad he finally let you hold it. Hold it. Would you would you would you practice on uh on the dog first and then? I practiced in the shower. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, no, we don't practice. Listen, those two things do not combine. That just, brain just does not. <laughs> my brain doesn't fucking compute that. Okay. <laughs> god, um, Heather, how's how's your week going? Going all right. I mean, business-wise, I wish things were a little better at the moment, but it is what it is. Uh, just for everybody, she didn't shave her head. Okay. No, it's just dyed. It's, she dyed. She bleached her hair. And I didn't think she shaved her head for one second. No, I'm just being like... a smartass. I'm just being a smartass. Uh, let me uh, fix the audio. Into a villain. Damn, yeah. All the 80s movies. Sorry Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, my week has been spent pretty much watching the Ozarks. And anybody who does not watch the Ozarks, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I just I just caught up with every... The Ozarks. I, oh I, God, just, so good. I just caught up with all my watching that I needed to over the past, like, I don't know, like, just today, because I've been snowed in with almost two feet of snow. And sorry, I just adjusted the audio level, so hopefully everything should be a little bit better. Uh, so I'm looking at two feet of snow right outside, and I'm like, hmm... That's a fun thing that tomorrow uh, Connor's going to have to deal with because today Connor ain't dealing with any of that crap. Um, actually, did you know that they actually put a season five of F is for Family out on Netflix? No. I watched all of that today. Yes. Uh, see, I caught up with – I caught up I with seen um, two seasons. I caught up with Book of Boba. It. I caught up with Book of Boba. I caught up with um, I caught up with Peacemaker since I watched our little uh, watch along. And then uh, – which, by the way, Peacemaker is – God damn, it's such a good show. And then um, I watched Don't Look Up. So <laughs> Don't Look Up was really How, how really, is that? It's really funny. It, it's it's kind of one of those like – um, Look Down constantly? Well, you have, you have to watch it, Basement. I, I think you I think Basement would like it. Um, it's one of those movies where it's like um, – It's kind of like – it's kind of, it's kind of it's kind of like the same theme like line of the type of humor as Super Bad where it's like kind of like that awkward kind of comedy, but it's not as like – how do I say this the right way? You know, when we watch This Is The End and it's got like, oh, like there's like dick jokes and fart jokes or shit jokes in yeah, between. Yeah, it's if you not if, quite if you, as, if it's you more mature. Yes, it's it's definitely a very satire. I think it's I think it's very funny, and Leonardo DiCaprio specifically is is very. Everyone's good in it. It's it's really really funny, and it's a scary reflection on society in some cases, which I thought was really funny. But any case, I want to give some love over to chat real quick. Who's got a ton of you guys joining us in the chat, which is fantastic. Of course, we got our fantastic uh, cat, our usuals, Jurgen and Alpha. What's going on? We got Ray Rock, Real Cody, Aaron Raid Eleven V Two of Doom. What's going on, Vito? Uh, hope you guys are having a good time good night we'll be talking about a bunch of different stuff and of course you can follow along in the description here on youtube if you guys are watching us live we go live every single saturday night those of you listening on the audio playback on your favorite podcasting platforms we're of course on apple spotify and so many others again links for everything is in the description on the youtube channel and the youtube video so you guys can follow along but uh that being said you guys ready to uh talk some craziness that's going on let's do it Let's yeah. do this. Go, uh, motherfuckers. All right, let's kick things off. I'm just uh, multitasking here, so bear with me. Huh, <laughs> bear, bear, bear. No um, pun intended, basement. So, so, so this one, this, this one, I wanted to start off with, and and I, I wanted to start off with this because 
it the news broke today um and it's probably one of the bigger stories that happened today and i know that as the day has progressed i believe it's been either debunked or it's not 100% confirmed um and the only reason i bring this up is because as a fellow as a as a new englander i i have to i feel obligated to have to bring this up and i know i'm sure jp's got some thoughts on it maybe maybe everybody else here too is the the goat speaking of goats he's not a goat he's not a goat well that's he's not the goat he kisses kids we're talking about uh the the announcement of tom brady retiring after 22 years i want to say that right 22 years so i, I have to stress this because again uh, it was announced earlier uh, i think via uh, all the major news outlets um that he was retiring i think his father though came out just and said that he wasn't going to be retiring that there's no been serious talks it's been a little bit of back and forth i mean i can't say i'm too surprised with this right i mean the guy's been i mean from what i understand once he left once he left new england once he left home uh the idea was he was going to play in florida for i think like a season or two right there so this this, this, this shouldn't really no. I was gonna say I thought it was no. gonna be very, very short. So, but I'll, I know JP wants to get the floor on this one, so I'll let go okay, for it. Go ahead, finish. Go, no, no, go, go, go. So, Gina, yes, he signed for he signed a two year extension, but the way it looks right now, Tampa Bay is gonna lose a lot of their talent. They're they're in the same situation that Green Bay is in, mm. where they are way over the salary cap, and they can't afford all of these guys. So they're not going to be super. Tom Brady's not going to want to play for a team that doesn't have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Could he go to San Francisco? It'd only be for one year, but I could see Tom Brady saying, "Why would it play till I'm fifty? Because I'm a private bitch. Because I think that I need to be the focal point of the NFL. I am glad that, and I think he's going to retire. Honestly." Well, I think he's a crybaby back bitch. And I'm honestly, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't contain myself with your fucking impersonation. <laughs> I think that I'm a crybaby back bitch. Son, come here. It's time for tongue time. He was a he's a great quarterback. I, I take nothing from the guy, but he's been he's hung around. He what what does he need to prove? Everything. But why? He needs to, he is he needs still to under the assumption? Is he? Well, my thing is, is he still under the assumption? Because I can almost argue that he is under the assumption that he can't do it by himself. I mean, because yeah, if you really look, can't. he went from he went from New England, where he had Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. the happiest man on earth. Seven. <laughs> how many times did they make it to the Super Bowl when 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 while Bill Belichick was there with Tom Brady? <laughs> You know, yes, Tom mm. Brady and Bill Belichick. You can say you can argue for both, but then he goes to Tampa Bay and he says, "Well, I want to win a Super Bowl on my own." But it would have been—I la- would have laughed my ass off if they didn't make it to the Super Bowl last year with all of the talent that they had or have on that. It's—it's it's funny to me that they didn't make it to the Super Bowl again because they had the exact same team they had last year. Yeah. The exact same team, except for the couple of draft picks that they had this mm. year. Well, Tom's so tell me, swarming is fucked. Say it again. This year, it sounds like the actual competition this year is kind of strange for who's getting. Well, not to not to what do you mean? an extreme point. 
But Green Bay's out. Tampa Bay's out. Well, Green Bay's out because they fiddle fucked around for four quarters. <clears throat> That's why yeah. they got beat. Right. They they fucked around for four quarters and didn't do anything. And then well, it's basically they, teams that sh- should have or were favored to win that didn't move forward. Right. Well, I wasn't expecting Tampa Bay. I I don't think Tampa Bay was beating Los Angeles anyway. I think Los Angeles That's is an underrated you just football. Don't team. like Tom Brady. No, 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 no. I honestly, I think you, you it was toss. It was a toss up because the spread for that game was only two and a half points, two and a half or three points going in. So really, you could flip a coin and say you could. You could honestly say that, yeah, Tampa Bay isn't as good as they were last year. Two, they're fighting through the injuries. They didn't have everybody because the receiving core got depleted because dumb fuck Antonio Brown, and then Chris Godwin tore his ACL. So they didn't have the weapons that they had this last year. Right. Or last year. But eh, Tom Brady, I, I can tell you the only reason he would stay is he does want to prove that he can win a Super Bowl without – Belichick. He can win it by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead, Gina. I was just going to say, like, while I'm not a Tom Brady fan, I can admit that he is a really fucking good quarterback. Um, and it really, it, it, I ha- I say that with a, like a little bit of vomit in my mouth because it like makes me hurt inside. Um, not a big, not a big fan, not a big fan, but he is a good quarterback. Anyhow, continue. Uh, basement. Uh, what do you, what do you think? What I mean, just 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 for total transparency. Obviously, I'm from New England. Shocker, I know. Uh, so the the thing that I kind of like laugh at is because obviously up here they they treat him like a god, <laughs> and it, it's it's all it, you know it, it, all, all joking aside. I mean, even, even I knew like as soon as he left, he made it. I thought he made it pretty clear that he was going to be done relatively soon after transferring. Which I get. That's that's fine. I mean, JP's got an absolute. He's absolutely correct. The guy's got nothing left to prove at this point. I mean, basement. Do you think he could go one more? I mean, if he. I mean, at this point, I don't think he needs I mean, I'm to. I'm not saying it's like he could definitely. He could definitely go another season. Mm-hmm. Just the way that his play style is, from my understanding, he's not really a runner. He throws ninety nine percent of the time. Um, and a lot of his team protects him, uh, just so he doesn't get injured. Cause he's losing all that protection young. that he had. That's what mm. I'm saying. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. That's why if he stays with Tampa, I don't know if he would continue playing because then you're running the risk of the injury that could sign, not sideline him, but like nobody wants to be injured and have to do rehab. You kind of want to just retire and walk away from it. Um, and also with him not really potentially having a chance to get another ring, what's the point? The only thing he has to prove is, well, like you guys said, nothing. But while you're still active, when, if you can go for one or if the stars align and you're in a position to go for another ring, you go for another ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, how old, is, how old is he? A different role on a different team. He's in his 40s. What is I he, believe 40? Uh, 44. 40, yeah, 42, 44. 44. Like that. 44. But, but like, That's pretty fucking old for a football player. But, but, but he, still, he can still get around when he needs to. I mean, the guy is still in great shape. Yeah, he can. I think that, I think that he could. Mm-hmm. He could definitely go another season. Get around those kindergarten classes. I just yeah, love I have, he's like, I kind of like, no. I, my, my, 
I'm going to say this now. Tom Brady is slower than my ass. daughter. Okay. I mean, your daughter's well, been here. Here's the thing. Would you think... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I think that he could go another real round, but I don't think that it's a good idea for him to go another round. Because, like, it, it, he got they got pretty far into the playoffs this season they did relatively well i understand they didn't make it to, to the afc game they didn't or the nfc game excuse me and they didn't you know go to the super bowl all this stuff but overall his season ended pretty fucking well now if he's losing all of these people next season is probably not going to go so well so you're going to want to go out on a high note personally i think the guy should have fucking retired last year after they won the fucking season. i agree that would make sense but <clears throat> I yeah, what I, I I do make feel like sense. With, with a lot of players that are older, not not just in NFL in any sport, a lot of players that are older, there comes a time where you have to if you want to continue playing and you want to continue playing on a team that has a chance to win a championship, your role will change. And I don't look at that man and think he's going to accept a different role, a more diminished role, or be like a backup QB or anything like that. But that's the only way he'd get another ring, in my honest opinion. And that's his personal decision at that point, and I don't think he would. You know what, though? I think that I think that a lot more quarterbacks should be doing what Brett Favre did to Aaron Rodgers before Brett Favre went to the Vikings. Because Brett Favre knew that he was getting towards the end of his career. So what did he do? He started working with the quarterback he didn't he didn't work gina he did not work with aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers did everything on his own uh that's not what aaron Rodgers said himself aaron Rodgers said in an interview that he worked one-on-one with brett Favre quite a bit when he was still there i mean if you want to talk about one-on-one that's on the practice field it's not like they hung out that's what I'm talking about, though. Like working with him on the field. Like I, I don't give a flying fuck if they're out having beers together. I'm talking about what happens on the field during uh, practice. And the reason that I say that, and I say this, because they are two different styles of quarterback. And I agree completely. But what I'm all I'm saying is that Aaron Rodgers himself, in interviews, and a lot of interviews that I watched from him, actually has, has admitted that you know during practice, Brett Brett Favre would work with him. You know, so he did say that he learned a lot from Brett Favre. And you don't really see well, quarterbacks would, doing that yeah, so much anymore. The coverage. I would say just w- being on the same team, and this goes for any sport, you're going to learn from the person that was the man beforehand. <clears throat> like, uh, I look at Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Fleet on the Raptors, and the same, like, they they had seemingly had a good working relationship. No, I don't know if one like Lowry trained him or anything like that, but just being on the team and watching and seeing how someone plays and, and mm-hmm. taking parts of their game, but not taking it entirely. That's how you, you, you learn from the best by watching and being open to, if they tell you something, like if, if a veteran tells you, you might be doing something fucked up. Listen, right. listen, right. Yeah. And I think, but I think that that's what we're a lot of, football players are going wrong in general because there's a lot more selfishness in not like any sport really, but there's a lot more selfishness going on in football. So you have people that are in the quarterback position that are not working with the rookies or whatever, mind you, the people that are below them, they're not working with them at all. As a matter of fact, they're becoming prima donnas, and instead of trying to work with anybody, they're like, no, you do it the way that I want you to do it, and if you don't do it, then I'm going to have the coach sideline you. 
Real so the quick. thing is, no. I've seen, I have seen during practices, Aaron Rodgers will has worked with Jordan Love and Kurt Benkert, who's the the third string quarterback, and he will show them little things, but he won't show them. He can't teach them. Hey, this is a coverage. This is what you need to do. They have to see that themselves. And that's the thing. That's the thing that Aaron Rodgers is really good at is that he can see a field. Now, the big problem in in the game last week is he had tunnel fucking vision. He he threw 21 times to Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. He threw the ball 29 times, eight other times. He wanted Randall Cobb back. He threw to him one fucking time in that game. He sees Devontae Adams, and he's got to throw it to him. He's got to throw it to him. He's got to throw it to him. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football, but, man, he's fucking human. You can't throw to him every fucking time. You've got to go other places. That's that's the issue with Aaron Rodgers. I know we're talking about Tom Brady, but there's another so issue. Tom Brady. <laughs> so there's another issue to add on to that. What's Aaron Rodgers going to do? Real quick, I do want to get uh, Alpha's thoughts in the chat. He was saying, he said uh, about Tom Brady, he said, all I can say is about him is good riddance. He had a system around him his entire career. He's never had to carry a team on his own, meaning most talent were hurt, a.k.a. doing more or less. Not to mention he's narcissistic. If he stays any longer, he's just looking for attention. I mean, listen, I, I'm I'm a New Englander, and like I said, he's treated like a god up here, and even I think it's like, all right, like, we can't be surprised at this point that he's like, like, you know, it's just, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I think it's a, a bit it like, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. Don't get me wrong because it's like, oh, it's finally happening. But I think like, yeah, of course it's going to effing happen. You know what I mean? I do want to get Heather's thoughts on this whole thing too. Um, if she's got a free moment uh, to, uh, to, to talk about, sorry, good. No, it's, 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 I was asking Heather something. Sorry. Unless you asked me the question. Could no, you please? No, you asked me. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Damn it. Frankly, frankly, <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. Brady has been in the game long enough. He does not need to do anything more. He needs no. to just sit his ass down and let his wife get back to work, which I don't know why she didn't work, considering she has no problem she's giving the kids to a nanny in the first place. So she, She's very, very sick. That's why she's got some oh. sort of rare. She's got some sort of a rare disease or something. Oh. She's she's been hospitalized and out of the hospital. Who? Giselle Bunchen. Yeah, Giselle. <laughs> anyway. He makes more than he does. Still, <clears throat> it's just the way he was talking. This is from his own mouth. I mean, she put her career aside for me to do my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's from his own mouth. So from him sitting there saying that, you know, maybe it's time for her to go back and finish her career now. Me to become the bitch. I mean, from his own mouth, it doesn't sound like his wife is that sick. But right. No, I mean, I even I don't know anything. I was kidding. What was was that, Heather? I didn't hear the last part. Is it from his own mouth? In a recent interview, him saying that about his wife. I mean, I, he's done. He has done everything there is to do in football that he is capable of doing, yeah. including kissing his kids and his father on the mouth at a Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Now, I do want to say one is thing. Is that like a Boston thing? Sorry. I, I think it's just a weirdo <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> California thing, because that's where he's from. <laughs> so, with, with, to Alpha's point, saying, like, you know, they built a system around him. They built a system around him for a reason, because he was and is not only, like, he, he, he works within that system, but he's good enough to perform in that system. And that's proven by the amount of times that they won. I mean, like it, it, it happens in sports a lot. They build a system around one thing, and, and certain people work really well in that system. You take them out, and they're not the same player on a different team. So I, 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 I understand because I always have this. I always have this argument, and the argument is who's the better quarterback, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? And I can argue. I can argue Aaron Rodgers. And I think I, I really need Aaron to understand what I'm saying here. I don't mean they built the system around Aaron Rodgers. They haven't changed it. They run the same plays. And you can hear Wendy in the background laughing at a damn video. The same, the same plays. They've not changed the playbook. The playbook has not changed. The only thing that might have changed is they've tweaked it a little bit more to be a little bit more run now than pass. But the same plays are still, I've always been there. They've been using the same plays. The issue is I could take Tom Brady, I could take Aaron Rodgers and put him where Tom Brady is, and Aaron Rodgers would be as successful, if not more successful, because he is way smarter with the football. He does not turn the ball over, even though Tom Brady has had a couple years where he doesn't turn the ball over, but he, he, he has. In Tampa Bay, I think Aaron Rodgers would have been more successful than Tom Brady would have been. I know, I know what you meant when you said turn the so, ball over. I just thought of like literally him just like flipping the ball physically over, like, oh, there's another side of this thing. <laughs> So it's not it's not a fact that the think... system is built around him. If you get a franchise quarterback, you goddamn right you're gonna fucking build a system around him because why would you not? Yeah. But would you so... say, I guess, like Aaron Rodgers has better versatility? Yes. That's okay. he's he's that a he's a more mobile. He can yeah. he can run more styles of of offenses than Tom Brady can. You know, the bottom line is you can sit there and you can argue which quarterback's better for days on end, but you got to give it to fucking Tom Brady. The guy has won, what, seven Super Bowls? Um, and I mean, he you can see it right Tampa on our Bay. screen here. <laughs> he went to Tampa Bay, and, you know, at first they were doing really bad, and then he told the coach, he's like, listen, I need you to give me control of this offense. And the coach trusted him, and the coach gave him control of the offense, and then he flipped that offense around halfway through the fucking season last year, and ended up winning the Super Bowl. That's be yep. That's because the, guy the, the coach, the coach had to change the way he played to the way Tom Brady plays. Well, I mean, that's a given. What do you, what do you expect? You bring in some a quarterback like Tom Brady, and you're 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 basically saying, okay, well now I'm going to bring you in, and I'm going to form my offense around you. You but that's what, I, that's what yeah. I'm arguing. That's what I'm arguing with the argument. You could bring Aaron Rodgers in, and he would get that offense right away. I guarantee it. Hmm. Interesting. Not saying Tom Brady well, would. I see what you're saying. 
I'm yeah, not saying I mean, Tom Brady. I agree with you. Aaron Rodgers is a fucking great quarterback. Genius. But the bottom line is you can't take anything away from Tom Brady. And to put an end to this fucking story, for the love of God. I want to talk I wish Tom Brady the fucking best. Hallelujah. <laughs> Goodbye. I hope I never have to see you in another Super Bowl ever again. Love you. I, ho- Bye. I hope I hope Tom Brady <laughs> goes on to win another hundred Super Bowls. I'm just throwing it out there. Anywho, I I... 80 and then disintegrates <laughs> on the field. <laughs> hey, bo- hey, just coach. I'm not- I hope he deflates. I hope he deflates like the fucking balls that he, he deflated. <laughs> coach, I don't feel so good and just. <laughs> Thanos to win. <laughs> oh man, yeah, good stuff. We almost wanted him to go. So, uh, with that being said, we're gonna switch okay. gears here. And since we only have, uh, since since basement's uh, his signal he has warned us in advance is, is potentially spotty, so we may or may not lose him throughout this episode. I figured we might as well skip over to uh, well. Talk something about talk something about Canada here. Um, so, <laughs> with that being said. I w- uh we're gonna talk about canada's freedom convoy which of course you guys can again the link for the article is down in the youtube video description you guys want to check it out uh canada's freedom convoy poised to break multiple records regarding uh to protest vaccine mandate so the freedom convoy was now consisting of thousands of trucks making its way across canada en route to the nation's capital ottawa to protest these mandates as well as other covid19 measures may very well be the world's longest convoy ever and may even be the largest display of civil disobedience in canadian history according to the guinness book of world records the longest truck convoy ever recorded was in egypt in 2020 at the time the convoy stretched 7.5 kilometers so i, I really I, you know i, I know I, I kind of pivoted tom brady's story over to jp because he's more of the football expert in this group obviously basement is the canada expert in this group uh so i wanted to kind of pivot to him on his thoughts about and we've kind of talked about this before and in, in, in other um in other episodes about like mandates and, and things of that nature and uh we talked about i think the last couple of episodes uh Basement, what's like? Have you heard about this? How's this impacting things over on your side? Like, give us the four one one on what's going down here. I'm also the convoy expert, by the way. Oh, okay. Sorry, the so, convoy expert as well. Okay, gotcha. Convoy. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. Okay, so it's impacted all of Canada to an extent, mm. um, but it's taking place right now in Ottawa um, over this weekend. They've all kind of like parked up there and they've congested the city. Um, but what the whole thing is really about um, is it's mandates towards vaccines and vaccines specifically towards uh, truckers crossing the border. Um, so at this point, there's very there's several people within the Canadian government that have come out and said, COVID-19, it's here to stay. We're living with it. Right? We have an 80%, yep. at least 80% population that's vaccinated. Of those 80% vaccinated, 70% or 65 have had three shots, right? So mm-hmm. we've been pretty complicit with the fact that, yeah, this is what's happening. But at this point now, the Medical Officer of Health for Canada, I, I believe the Medical Officer of Health Canada, uh, uh, Dr. Tam, and other other people said have come out and said, it's here to stay. This is what's going to happen. So what this really means for that convoy is that there's going to be, or not convoy, for the truck is going to be a mandate for vaccines and if they are non-vaccinated individuals then they're going to have to uh you know spend two weeks in quarantine upon return or anything like that right Mm -hmm. which 
is Justin Trudeau's idea of what should happen. The problem with that is, I don't know about you guys, but everything is fucking ridiculously expensive. No, yep. it, everything's yeah, gone up. It's it's not every single thing that we'll buy. Yeah, like just to give you an idea of cost. Okay, you can get like you know Frank's Red Hot. Yep, the hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. We, um, my sister, like I, I don't have it too much, but my sister gets it all the time, and they get these big jugs of it, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, the big jug is, it used to be twenty five dollars. It's now sixty. 60 to 65 dollars what that's a 400 that's a 400 yeah. percent yeah what everything has become ridiculous wood has gone from three to eight dollars so like Holy everything shit, is going up and the problem with these mandates is now production's gonna slow we're not gonna have the same access and the, the fact that we don't have the same access everything is gonna cost more and I think people are getting so pissed off with the Canadian government because on one hand, they're like, yeah, well, COVID-19 is the most important thing. Um, and our, our populace can pay this, which we can't. And, and meanwhile, this fucking turd is giving away money left, right, and center to every other country in the world. So it's like, eventually, people are going to be like, fuck you, you cunt. And <laughs> no, we don't like this. The other thing is, too, they've really adopted this idea in Canadian uh, media that that whole convoy and a large amount of them are like far right wing and white supremacists, which is just completely untrue. Most of like, there's a bunch of different fucking nationalities involved in trucking. And I can tell you right now, a huge, from a, from experience and from friends, a huge amount of people involved in trucking that got into it when they came to the country are is people that are like Punjabi uh, in, from Indian descent and things mm-hmm. like that. So how is that? How are they going to be white supremacists? They're just they're just applying it as a hateful act. They're trying mm-hmm. to make it look. They're trying to well, make trying it to look it. like it's complete conservative. Yeah, exactly. Right, 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 they're right, trying right. to make people turn against it. Right. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, basement, but it, it's it's now up to over two thousand people that are following these truckers in this convoy. Correct. They've amassed seven million dollars in a GoFundMe. Yeah, that 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 should tell you right there exactly how much people are just support. like fuck you government. Were you? Uh, like, I just have to ask. Look at it. Sorry. I just I just have to ask: Is Trudeau sleeping with Governor Newsom from California, and did he not see the troubles that California had when they started? Had they're having having yeah, with no. fucking Trudeau shipping is issues by telling asshole. truck drivers if you're not vaccinated, you're not welcome in my state. Yeah, I just don't understand mindset. Give away money and everybody pays more. Like yeah. you're fucking you're not gonna last because you're a dumb bitch. And he he's done this is like numerous things that he like every time he gets in trouble, he like disappears and everybody else below him takes the heat. Yeah. So mm. fuck him. Sounds but that's like... essentially what the convoy is about. Do, do you think that the do you think the convoy is going to be successful, or do you think it's just another one of those things that's like we're going to uplift and then it's going to be ah oh, we'll we'll calm you down now and then like in X amount of time it's going to revert right back to where shit's going to happen because I, I I just I I just I'm telling you right now and and I don't want to speak for Heather JP or Gina. I think if that were to happen in the states, that's that's what the result would be. It's like okay, fine, it would be a temp fix and then right back to where we started. It wouldn't even be a temporary fix here. It would literally be sitting, every politician sitting there saying, yeah, we'll get this done for you. 
but let us do this first, or let us do that first, or yeah, You're we'll do this sneak for shit you. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do this for you, but then they'll put out a 1,000-page bill that Earmark. somehow... They'll earmark something. Somehow yeah. abortion will be part of it. It's like, yeah. you know what? What? You, you know what? I was actually talking about this to my dad earlier today, and I told my dad, I said, I'm actually really surprised that this happened um, in Canada before it happened here, to be quite honest, because, um, you know, Canadians are... No offense, basement, but you guys are pretty known to be, like, pretty calm about, like, matters of your government and stuff like yeah there's usually happens. not very like, much backlash the the government whereas americans but, are always like fuck you you know with the government but i do have to say that our supreme court has actually saved us with the vaccine mandates quite a few times already because biden keeps on trying to um you know push this stuff and then the supreme court is coming uh, and saying no that's not constitutional but uh as far as canada i don't I, I, I don't know understand. if it's going to do anything good or anything good or not. I could say here, I agree with Heather, it wouldn't. It's only the beginning. It, it's a, at least it's a start because Canada is more liberal than the United States is. Right, and that's what I was yeah, trying to say. Like usually they're not. Right. Canada is yeah. getting fed up. If can Canadians are getting fed up with it, <laughs> just wait. You know there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Canadians are just, they're always so complacent and nice. You know, it's just. Uh, could you not, eh? But, but I can... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the problem is, you, you couple this with a lot of, like, medical officers of health saying, it's here to stay, it is what it is, and then you also look at, like, what a truck driver's life is like, they are already majority in a bubble by themselves anyway. Exactly. They don't. They drive to and from one location. When they go to a warehouse, they're not the ones offloading. There's warehouse staff that offload and unload. Mm -hmm. They have very minimal contact with people. Not only that, I've been signed the paperwork. Get back in their truck, wait for it to be unloaded, and then they're back on the road. Right. Not only that, but I think this whole. Listen, I, I get I get the whole thing with the you know push for the pokey pokey whatever I get it in certain aspects, but um, I think in this particular realm it, it's kind of dumb to keep on pushing for it because people that have gotten the shot are still getting sick. Granted, they're not getting as sick. They're not getting as sick as people that typically don't have it. But they're still getting sick. So the, the vaccine, it's it's not a tall tale cure. And everybody's acting like it's a tall tale cure. It's it's not. It's, okay. It that it it was never gonna be a cure. All it was there too is to build up antibodies. Exactly. And in some cases, if you're if you have most of the time you have a healthy living and everything like that, you're gonna be okay. Just to give you an idea here, where I live in Mississauga, we have eight hundred thousand people. We have thirty one people in the ICU from COVID nineteen. That's point zero 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 three one percent in ICU. Why are we fucking shitting our pants? We have and they don't they don't publicize. Are these thirty one people old? Were they already immune? Uh, like deficient? Were they pre existing conditions? No. Mm -hmm. So like th they can obviously use the numbers to lie. They can obviously omit information about the numbers. Right. Which is yeah. Like at this point, like. I don't see the benefit to keep closing down the to keep destroying the economy. No, it's gonna fuck everybody over. It doesn't make it, any sense to me. It's, it, I, the I, economy doesn't rebound overnight. 
No. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's be real. No, and, and, and to your everything's point. already way too expensive. Well, yeah. according to our president, it does. So. Well, no, the problem is, is yeah, that like, he and, doesn't fucking no shit. <laughs> he doesn't even know his own name. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, so the the or the point though is like, I agree because like, okay, the, when when shit hit the fan, nobody knew what to do. And it's funny, we, 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 were, we were talking about this uh, a little bit beforehand. I was mentioning to everybody here that I just recently watched the very popular trending movie, Don't Look Up. And I'll tell you, if you have not seen that movie, I really recommend it because it's it's got a lot of dark humor to it. And a lot of it reflects on kind of what is going on. Now, the idea is today? Well, well, I'll give mm-hmm. you uh, without going into too much spoiler territory. The concept is that these two um, astronomers find a comet that's going to hit Earth and it's going to wipe out all of existence. And at some point, they're like, "Well, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if this comet exists." And it's like, "Of course it exists. Look at the science." And then it's just like, "Ah, oh, okay." It's a, it's a lot of and just seeing a lot of like the way the society reacts to it is very similar in parallel. But but a lot of it, some of it does deal with a president who they in the movie portray as a fucking idiot, and it's really funny because like, wow, this hits home. So they didn't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, I'm I mean, telling I'm telling you, got you got to is- watch it. <laughs> The thing is, if leadership lies constantly, the one time they have to tell the truth, it's the boy that cried wolf. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Nobody's going to listen and everybody's going to fucking doubt because how often has the government lied to everybody and played? Never. Never. I trust them wholeheartedly. (laughs) I know. They're they're perfect. Yeah, they're great. They're they're, they're, they're super. I'd I'd swipe right. I appreciate that sentiment. Oh but that's goodness. where that is. I don't know if they're going to clear up after the weekend, the convoy or not. The idea was to stay at Parliament for as long as it takes. But in the end, like your question, Connor, if this is going to amount to anything, it doesn't seem like anything ever amounts to anything anymore. Yeah. Anything, nothing seems to amount to the actual thing that they wanted. It amounts to just division. Well, yeah. and you know, it's very, very similar to like the, the look at what happened in the Capitol last January, right? Was it fucked up? Absolutely, it was fucked up. But nobody ever took a step back to wonder why people were doing it to begin with. Um, it was just like, oh, oh, it's automatically just because of hate, and that was because of a very few. But meanwhile, there was a very large portion of this country that was feeling disdain over many things. Not even necessarily the election, many other things that still to this day have not been addressed. They just keep on patting us on the head and saying, oh, don't worry, you're going to get your treat later. And then it's an hour later, three days later, I want my treat. 175,000 days later, and I still don't have my fucking treat and I'm hungry. I want my like, treat. Fucking- <laughs> they'll they'll, they'll no, assign yeah. some sort of villain trope to it like they've always done. You know, oh, it's all. The Ku Klux Klan. It's like, well, I didn't see anybody yeah. in the KKK before. It was them. Yeah. Um, it's like, well, was it? I don't know. No, we'll have, we'll have to see. But of course, we want to hear your thoughts on this subject too, guys. Uh, anything about the convoy mandates and everything and anything in between. So, of course, hit us up in the chat, the comments, and of course on social media. Love to hear you guys' thoughts on all this fun stuff. So, um, going to pivot off of this for a moment and actually switch gears here to another subject and this one i'm actually really looking forward to talk about too because uh this one kind of involves i I guess (laughs) a little bit of censorship a little bit of everything and and this one i just find also 
really funny too at the same time. And we're talking about um, Joe Rogan and Spotify. So um, yeah, JP's like, yeah. Um, so for those of you who didn't know, of course, we're following off of the article again. Link is down below. Um, there's a, a big call for like big tech government to censor the Joe Rogan podcast, but also there's been a lot of. I, this this is just really funny to me. So of course Joe Rogan is not without controversy pretty much any any time and anywhere he goes. Um, but Daily Wire reports that um, that Surgeon General Vivek Murthy is calling for Joe Rogan's podcast to be censored due to misinformation, and it's leading to gi uh, tech giants having a hand in dictating content related to topics such as COVID nineteen, the pandemic. Now um, th there's. <laughs> This is this is really funny. I think it's really funny. So, of course, this is not the first time this has happened where there's been a lot of attention and spotlight on Joe Rogan because the fear or the concern is that he is spreading misinformation based off of either his own beliefs or whoever he's having on the show. And, and there's concern that misinformation about COVID-19 is being spread out there. Um, to the point where, and this is, this is the part I love so much, um, this past Wednesday... Neil Young uh, was basically saying, listen, if you don't remove Joe Rogan's podcast off of Spotify, um, I will remove my music off of off of your service, off your platform, um, to which they said, all right, we'll beat you to it. And they they removed his music anyway. Um, wait, I, 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 so I just I just find that really funny. So I guess the big question I'm throwing out to anybody listening, and of course, everybody here on the on the on the show I mean, are they in the right for for kind of? I mean, how do I say this the right way? Spotify is not going to get rid of Joe Rogan. They're, I they're not going to. He's either the top or he's got to be the top three podcast on their platform because of the huge push they made, the money they made. He's exclusive to Spotify now, so pretty much everything is on there, including his video library. Um, I mean, he he is their golden goose over there. So of course they're not going to get rid of him. But on the flip side of that, I mean, from a moral perspective, let's say they are they are let's say they are correct in that he is giving misinformation. I'm not saying he is, but let's just let's say, do do it do does Spotify have that moral obligation? Would they do it? I mean, there's a this is I feel like this is a can of worms if they ever um, do anything with it. Okay. Read up, me, uh, excuse you. Um you me. let me just fuck off. Let me just say <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna take my fucking time now. No, I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Oh, I remember. Um, <laughs> basically, if they want to get rid of Joe Rogan for misinformation, then they need to get rid of every single fucking news media outlet out there in the entire world because all of them are feeding false pretenses every single fucking day. How do you do? You think that we have the divide due to the 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 pandemic we have the divide due to racial tensions that really i have not seen too much of to be quite honest uh maybe certain cases where they were extreme if you get rid of joe rogan you have to get rid of everybody else that's pushing false nar narratives including the ones that are pushing false neg narratives that benefit the government that's just my opinion yeah yep Real quick before we keep going, I do want to also throw this out there as like a little like another thing to think about. Don't forget what happened to Alex Jones a couple of years ago. Now, I grant yeah. you, you know, it might be it might be 
uh, apples to oranges in some cases or the way you want to look at it, but he was completely deplatformed. I mean, granted, he he has his own website now that he live streams off of, so it's not like he's completely silenced, but um, he's not allowed to have a PayPal. He's not allowed to be on YouTube. He's not allowed to be on pretty much any major social media as far as I'm aware of. So, I mean, is there a chance that could happen again with Joe? But I feel like with Joe... No. It would be worse um, because I feel like I feel like with Joe Rogan, he's not as how do I say this the right way um, in deep in the trenches as Alex Jones was. If that makes sense. I find Joe Rogan to be more of an entertainer, and yes, he does. He's asking questions, and mm. he does ask questions. It's not like he's. The people that come onto his show might give misinformation. He might read something. Now, keep in mind, he actually is pulling articles and reading articles of things that have been produced that have made it to, to, to Internet. I mean, yes, you can put everything on. And I'm talking like the American Journal of whatever, you know, of, of, of medicine. Some of these articles have made it. He's read them. They have, and he takes, yes, he might take a, a phrase out of there and he might, everybody's like, well, that's not what that article means. But his point is, is why is that? I think what he's, he's trying to be a realist. He's, I agree with him wholeheartedly. We can't just look at one side of the coin and then just like, oh, well. I'm not going to pay attention to that because it, I don't want bad things to happen. Well, guess what? Bad things fucking happen all the fucking time. I mean, Jesus Christ. People are like, oh, these people, where I agree with Joe Rogan is he, he doesn't agree. He's, how do I explain this? With the vaccination. Mm-hmm. If you want to vaccinate, fucking vaccinate. Good for you. I'm going to go about it a different way. And I've heard the the joke with SNL with the horse pills and all that fucking stupid shit. I mean, who cares? SNL isn't fucking funny. They're trying to be, but they are not funny. Joe Rogan, to me, is he's putting it out there. This information is out here. Why is it out here if it's being allowed to be out here? Now, he might give misinformation. What is the most watched uh, news channel in, 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 our, in, in our country, Connor? Have you ever looked at the, um, the so-called fucking Nielsen fucking ratings? Yes, it's Sesame Street. <laughs> it is Fox, Fox News. Fox no, News channel is the most watched. So, of course, Joe Rogan is going to be the most watched. They're making tons of money. And Spotify would be fucking clowns. Yeah. To fucking take him off of their... Alex Jones... Was a moron. <laughs> well, he is a very... He is an extremist. The frog's gay. <laughs> he is an extremist. He is an extremist. He is a clown. And not only that, but I think that... When you're talking the difference between Alex Jones versus Joe Rogan, 
that's two completely different sizes of fucking pie here because mm-hmm. Joe Rogan is a very well well known name, and I realize Alex Jones was as well. But yep. but Joe Rogan is well known across many different platforms. I think the other difference with it, too, with Joe Rogan is that with Alex Jones, you had a guy who was more or less on his own, meaning he had, like, no strings attached to anybody major as far as, like, a corporation or anything like that. And so deplatforming him was a lot simpler. Plus, you're right. If you were to look at the two in terms of their content, Alex Jones was very like, wow, you're really going like there's that's 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 way the fuck out there versus Joe Rogan, where I I, we've talked about this actually, I think uh, last night or the night before. I genuinely enjoy. Yeah, I, I genuinely enjoy his stuff because I like that he has open dialogue and discussion, even with people that I don't necessarily agree with on their on their stance but it's an open discussion i'm like oh i wish there was more of, of these things happening and going on exactly but. Here's yeah, just, thing. just real Sorry, quick yeah just to piggyback off of jp here there's one thing that people are completely fucking overlooking with spotify it's not a fucking regular radio where you turn it on and stuff starts playing automatically you have to search <laughs> what you're gonna fucking listen to Exactly. So if no, you have issues with Joe Rogan, don't search for Joe Rogan. Exactly. You know, in the in the bottom line, it goes back to one of the original rules of broadcasting or journalism in general. Don't like it? Change the channel. Well, actually, it's it's a a true journalist is always searching for the truth, even if you have to ask questions that people are not going to like. I actually, and, and Aaron just put in the chat, he goes, Alex Jones said it himself on Joe Rogan's show. And I remember this because I watched this clip. He goes, look, and just, just imagine Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. I'll try and do it. Look, here's the deal. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. So he. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, here's the deal. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> Kind of like Beetle, it's like Beetlejuice with a little bit of a, a little flum to it. Um, uh, you know, it's funny, Heather. Beetlejuice. Heather, I want to get to basement in a second about this, but Heather made it, it reminded me of the George Carlin joke. So Carlin got into a similar situation years ago, and the only reason I bring him up isn't because he's my favorite comedian, even though he is. But he he was sued for his seven oh, things Carlin. you can't stay on on television or on radio, wow. and. He did a bit about it where he's like, you know, he goes, I got sued by a priest in Alabama because they heard this thing on the radio. He goes, fun fact, there are two knobs on the radio back in the day. Uh, one of them turns the volume, uh, turns the thing on and off. The other changes the station. And so that I completely agree with Heather's point. It's like you have to, like, go out of your way to find these people. But uh, just it's a funny little thing that made me think about it. But basement, uh floor is yours on this one. All right, I'm hoping I come through clear. Let me know if I don't, because you're good. Choppy for me. You're good. You're good. Okay, so um, it's everybody's point. I mean, I look at Joe Rogan. I've watched several of his interviews, and and they're not all political based. They're not all COVID nineteen based. Right. He's talked to people about science, about everything under the fucking sun, and most of the time he takes things pretty open minded. Has him being on the learning side. And somebody teaching him, whoever he has on there. Then I look at things like CNN and Fox News, and they tend to live in an echo chamber unless they bring somebody in there that's going to just fight them. They're not looking at each 
each other's points of view. They're just butting fucking heads about mm-hmm. different points of views. And I mean, when I when I look at like the whole idea of anybody saying this should be censored, you you are about to open a can of worms you do not want to open. You start stopping people from being able to talk what they want about, especially without like a clear cut reason. Oh, it's misinformation. Fucking the new every, every single fucking news outlet I've ever seen is misinformation they're, constantly. It's they're already doing it already. The the lovely the lovely platform that we happen to be on sometimes. Let's put it that way. Um, already did it the, a couple days ago to Tom McDonald and Adam 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 uh, Calhoun. Their new song, like they get fucking censored like no tomorrow, all because of the name of their song. It's happening all over the place. They're censoring people left and right, and people just don't op- fucking open up their eyes to see what's happening. Who are you talking about? I do find a lot of the censorship on YouTube or the censorship on any of these I'm platforms like talking this about have more to do said. with. Sorry. Have more to do with like who you were talking that about, not what. And it's literally bots. This, this is a person. This is a man that looks like a slug with sideburns. Coming out of nowhere and being like, take this guy off or I'm removing my music. It's like, no, I, who, I'm going to be honest with you. To silence I, do, somebody else? I do enjoy Neil Young's music. I grew up on it as a kid. I'm not I mean, saying I, I don't. I just right, don't right. like his mentality of being. No, like, no. I'm, I'm going to take it's, my ball and go home if you don't make this person not be allowed to be a person. It's, it's, a, it's the equivalent to a toddler throwing a fucking temper tantrum. It's like the Hollywood actors. And I don't care what they fucking say. I don't care what their fans say. I don't care what anybody fucking says. You're there to fucking entertain me. Shut the fuck up and entertain me. I will make my own fucking decisions on what I want. That's how I feel. I all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dance, monkey, dance. You can't have a fucking opinion anymore without somebody saying, oh, you're wrong, just because you're not agreeing with what I think. You know what, motherfucker? Come here and say that to my fucking face. And then you'll find out how much I, I really agree with you. You if know I what I mean? Clips. Oh, people are dumb. If I can... If I... If I compared clips of Joe Rogan to John Lemon or fucking whatever the, the Tucker Carlson, there there is one person that is more receptive, and it's the person that they're trying to silence, well, which at, I find yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, at the, look at the show The View. Um, The View is having a hell of a time finding a fucking oh co-host God. right now because they can't find a, beyond that fucking bitch fest. They can't find a they can't find a decent Republican co-host because no Republican females are willing to go on that show anymore because they all get attacked. Exactly. All they do is they get all they do is get harassed on that show. No matter what they do, no matter what the fucking topic is. They had Elizabeth Hasselbeck on there, who is probably their best co-host. Now, Megan McCain was okay, and she was probably the last Republican that they were. Every time that fucking any any conservative says anything on that fucking show, Whoopi Goldberg, fucking Joy Kitty Behar. or Joy Behar, fucking gang up on her and tell her she's a fucking moron. Why in the fuck would I want to sit on a show for an hour and, and be a fucking moron? But like, two people who are insignificant cogs in a fucking wheel. 
Well, the, the, the view, they're having, like I said, they're having a hard time finding a Republican co-host because they are attacked so much. So now they're having to sit there and they're having to think, are we going to have to replace, you know, Whoopi Goldberg or whoever it is, the other lady on the show in order to be able to get co-hosts because nobody wants to fucking co-host that show anymore. Because they're, they're all fucking liberal cunts. Cancel the show. But the thing is, can't you be, can't you have conservative and liberal points of view yeah but they, you can more than my 100 conservative or 100 liberal obviously i have different points of view and i'd like to hear a conversation instead of being yelled at by somebody agreed That's, and you know what yeah. like my, me personally i i have a lot and you guys know this and i can say this probably pretty much about all of us on the call we have a lot of conservative views, but a lot of us have some views that are lined up more with like the liberal as well. So we, we ride a fine line. While we drift to the right a little bit, some of us, we still ride a fine line in between. At least I know I do. Yeah, I, I tend to be more in the middle myself personally. I think, I mean, if, if you really want to put a label on it, um, I, I tend to probably lean more liberal than conservative but I it's not that you still lean liberal when liberal, liberal meant something different it, well i was that's that's actually a very you know what fuck you that's a great statement i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking steal that uh but i i lean i i'm i'm more in the middle um be, just because the I mean, good lord, but 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 I but the thing is, is that and th and this goes back to my point of why I really enjoy Joe's show. I have not seen every episode of Joe Rogan's podcast, so I can't speak to the specifics of what this is talking about about like him spreading misinformation. What I will say is that one of my favorite things about his show is the open dialogue discussions. I've listened to him having both Ben Shapiro on, and also. Um, uh, Bill Burr, obviously two very fucking different conversations, but but I appreciated both of them. And I mean, I'm not the the biggest Ben Shapiro fan, but there I was telling this to everybody yesterday. I'm like this, I appreciated it because it's like, wow, okay, I, at least you're explaining yourself, and, and you know whether or not there might be things I disagree with. It wasn't like they were jumping down each other's throats, and they understood each other to the point of like, hey, I don't necessarily agree with you, what you're doing or your things or your stances, but I'm at least having an open discussion about it so I can hopefully better understand your mentality, which, god damn, do I miss those fucking talks. I just miss, well, like... Unfortunately, would... yeah, unfortunately, that's the way society is now. We have to yell at each other and not actually hear each other. Mm -hmm. we, we can't sit down and have a normal conversation like we do here on No Bucks Given. Yep. You know, um, and I, I, I chalk... Sorry, go ahead, Sorry, Jason. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I chalk a lot of that up to the fact that there's no really good debating in high schools anymore. Because um, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I was in high school, like we had to debate. I was a master one at side it. of the class on one side, and me too, and one side on another side, and we had debated away. And there was there was no room for argument arguments. It, it was all debates based on factual evidence, and they don't do that anymore. At least my kids' school doesn't. You know, so these kids they 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 don't, they don't know. Kids and adults alike don't know how to fucking properly debate anymore. Mm -hmm. Instead, they're crying like little bitches when they don't get their way. And they get upset, and they huff, and they puff, and then they cross their arms, and they run away. Yep. What were you gonna I say, actually don't think that's true. I think if you have a dialogue with somebody and you sit down with them, 
friends or acquaintances and like I know a bunch of people that don't have the same political viewpoints or we don't hit on the same marks but I can talk to them without having to be insulting and they can talk to me without having to be insulting and we can find common ground mm-hmm. I, I think in person it's a lot different but when it comes to somebody oh they're gonna quote a tweet somebody said then they're they, that's where the problem lies like when, when you start Aquaman. pinpointing parts of a conversation and not having actual conversation, it's like it just portrays just something that's untrue. Yeah. No, I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying. Like, and I agree, it becomes a thing of I'm gonna have this. They they come across a conversation as a confrontation, and they confuse the two. And exactly. I think that's Learn you know something, pe- but also. Give something to learn, right? Like I like I have no problem, you know. Here, really, for the most part, having conversations, obviously, with anybody here on the call and anybody part of the Horny Goat crew, because we've had such a comfort level with each other that I'm pretty sure, and I don't want to speak for anybody here, we could almost have polar opposite viewpoints with each other most of the case, and we uh, we could have a discussion about it where we're not personally insulting each other. Hey. This is why I feel about this way. May not be right, may not be wrong, but uh, or maybe right, may be wrong in the other person's mind. But it's again a a, ver- a a difference between a confrontation and a conversation. Where with a confrontation, the person wants to be like, "I'm right, you're wrong. Fuck you. I'm standing my stance. I don't care I what you say. You what? I, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. yes. And then as opposed to like, "Hey, this is how I am." take it or leave it but i I, i'm here to answer questions (laughs) kind of like hi i'm your uh, personal director assistance to why this is why i believe this way as opposed to like fuck you you're wrong this is how things are gonna like i I just i fucking hate that that's just a lot of people's fucking mentalities these days people don't like to be wrong they they just they don't like to be wrong Uh, and um even when they know that they're wrong sometimes because i've i've found this a lot with like people in my town especially even when they know that they're wrong, like you can put the book in front of them and point out factual evidence right there. They will still <laughs> argue their point until they are blue in the fucking face. It doesn't matter because they refuse to be, they refuse to accept the fact that they are wrong. Mm-hmm. There's certain people out there that would rather talk at you than talk with you. And mm-hmm. for those people, I don't want to speak to them. Exactly. <laughs> good point. Good point. But of course, again, want to hear your thoughts on this on uh, every uh, and everything that we talk about here on No Bucks Given. So if you guys are watching on YouTube, hit us hit in the comment section below, or hit us up on social media. You can follow all of us on Twitter on our various Twitter handles, and of course, also at the Horny Goat One. If you want to hit us up on Twitter as well, and make sure you listen to us on your favorite podcasting platforms. If you haven't done so already, plus bonus points if you can leave us a um, an Apple review. I'm told that. Um, Steve Jobs personally appreciates it. He's still around, right? He's still we're we're still in good coots with with Steve, right? We're we're still. What? He died about ten years we'll ago. I'm pretty sure he was dead. <laughs> I thought he was living off of fruit somewhere in the Middle what? East. Listen, he ate the forbidden fruit. <laughs> oh God. He, anyway, he, all leaving he lived us... off was fruit, and he never showered. Listen, <laughs> ew. <laughs> what? Why do you smell like rotting apples? <laughs> Boom! Uh, hovering around you. Rotting apples, bad pun. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. This one, um, we're going to pivot a little bit, and these kind of stories are a little bit more all, all over the place here. Uh, yeah, I said pivot. 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 
I said what I Sorry. said, and I meant what I said. You said pivot. Yeah. 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 See, he was right. The Canadian, the, 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 no, the Canadian no, bear no. gets me. I just wanted to hear him say pivot. <laughs> pivot. Um, Ross, pivot. <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there, let's talk oh, a little God. bit about Tiger King here. So, um, <laughs> I can't like when I read the like when you who threw, who who suggested this article first off. I'm trying to remember I who. Did. Okay, of course, Gina She's did. Right below you. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, Tiger, Tiger King Joe Exotic has been re-sentenced to 21 years in prison. This guy can't catch a break. Uh, then again, he probably deserved to. The whole title of that is re-sentenced to 21 years from 22 years. So literally, all of these lawyers wasted their time and Joe Exotic I, wasted his money to get one year cut off of his sentence. I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I kind of feel bad for him because I, personal, I personally think that he was set up. I think it was fucked now, does he belong in jail for for uh, what what happened to the animals? Absolutely. But as far as the, they all the do. as far as the like uh, attempted murder for hire and all that stuff, I think that that shit was a setup. But I kind of feel bad for him. Not gonna lie, because he was recently diagnosed with cancer. So basically, he's he's gonna die in jail or in prison with cancer. So as Heather said uh, said earlier in the yeah exactly so of course like Heather just mentioned uh, federal judge resentenced his uh, prison sentence from 22 years to 21 years um, despite pleas from the former zookeeper for leniency as he begins treatment for early stage cancer he's saying quote please don't make me die in prison waiting a chance for to be free of course he was convicted in a case involving animal welfare animal welfare activist carol baskin both were featured of course in the netflix special tiger king murder mayhem and madness um i mean it, I, okay so i'll be honest here i have not seen the second one i have not seen the, the latest oh, God, tiger king yeah. i know I, I, season two is fucking insane i thought the season first one was fucking insane, insane. Season three is even more insane. Because they're all dead. Season two <laughs> is fucking insane because without 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 revealing too much into it, they mm. go they dig deeper into uh, Carol Baskin and her husband, like her her first husband. Yeah. They so they dig they dig, they dig into that, but <laughs> okay, so in the first season of Tiger King, we saw Carol Baskin being depicted as this crazy lady, right? We obviously That's saw Joe Exotic also being depicted as a crazy dude. We also got a famous TikTok song. Yes, Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her husband. Sorry, anyway. Um. <laughs> anyways, but in season two, you can truly tell that everyone involved in this entire thing is fucking batshit crazy. Like, oh my god, it gets so wild. <laughs> so, so I saw that when I remember seeing the first season. And I remember or the first whatever would see whatever. Um, and I remember it being very like trending hot, very hot on. I think it was 2020 and it was 2020. Nobody had anything to do. Well, that yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, I'll, I'll bite. What's this about? And I watched the first episode. I was like, what the fuck? And then watching the whole thing, it's just like it, it boggles my mind that like people like this exist in the real world. This mm -hmm. is the type of thing that you honestly it's like. 
there, there's no way this is fucking real. There's no goddamn way that these people actually fucking exist in and and, and have like it's got to be an act. It's got to be an act. They they can't be really acting this way. They can't be really like it. Just it, it wasn't just like Joe Exotic or Carol Baskins, but like everybody underneath them, the whole husband thing. I'm like what like. I think that's the part that blew my mind the most about the whole the whole thing is like oh if that the, the, blew the, your like, mind no well I mean dude, shit they're they're fucking just when you think the roller coaster can't go any higher or get any more oh, it dips can. And down. <laughs> no I'm just saying is like the point is is that it kept getting crazier and crazier and crazier in that season and my point being is that it just it blows my mind that like these people fucking they're it's a real thing <laughs> so you i mean thought the, you thought the uh, roof was reached in season one? Oh no yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no no they blow that yeah. fucker way off and send it to the middle east on well, now i know what i'm watching this season, next weekend season two is all over the fucking place so i'm telling you right now you're probably gonna have to pay attention in order to fucking understand even a lick of what is happening but it is so nuts it is so God. crazy but i mean but i just i shared this mainly because i i was was kind of chuckling to myself yes i might be going to hell for this but i was chuckling to myself at the fact that the sentence was only reduced by a year <laughs> I'm like, really that's what i mean it's it's, it's more thing, crazy thing absurdity find, the thing i find really funny about this whole thing is a guy that is self-proclaimed tiger king that has <laughs> kept big animals in cages is pleading to everybody don't let me die in a cage mm. <laughs> karma bitch Exactly. Considering that the reason why he is in prison to begin with is because he you, or he would kill the tigers that could no longer give babies, whether that be the male babies, tigers or the female. Yeah. So like basically That's as soon as as soon as he couldn't breed them anymore, he would shoot them. Yeah, no, that was a big That's thing. I mean that's the reason he's in jail. So he's a fucking. I mean, in the end, yeah. He, 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 I'm glad for the one year. Live there. The rest of the crew <laughs> also join him. And not only that, but oh, and another thing that I found absolutely fucking hilarious in this article: Carol Baskin actually testified in this new trial, and she said that due to the Netflix documentary. She's actually got more haters now and more people on Joe Exotic's side. So she was fearful for her life if they were to let him out. I mean, she was, yeah. She was more fearful. I think so. She comes off someone I, that's like, filled with pills. I was about yeah. to say, I think half her blood is Xanax. So, I mean, at this point. He has to yeah. be. Yeah. Hey, all you uh, cats and kittens. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Like, she doesn't blink. She doesn't get mad. I don't like. It's a little. It's a little. It's they a said little I killed my husband, but <laughs> that's it, not whoops. Real. Yeah. She, like, here's like, the thing. Up? Okay. Um. The, usually, the only people that show no emotions like that are serial killers. So. Yeah. Right. So if it's perfectly. And she a thousand percent looking at that woman's <laughs> face. She has the capacity to be a serial killer. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm right there with Heather and Gina about like the like the laughing of the fact of like all that time, effort, and energy, and all that craziness to get literally only 365 days taken off of the 22 year sentence is is really kind of funny to be. I mean, Gina thinks he was he was set up. Heather, JP, I mean, what do you guys what do you guys think? Do you think he was set up on this whole thing? Do you think this is? I, 
I don't think she up with the murder for hire. Oh, well, see, the documentary was about him wanting to kill Carol Baskin. I don't think he. I don't, I don't think, think he's smart enough to figure out all of those plans. I don't know about that, but Sorry. I don't. Th- I think he. If you watched the. Because the third one's about Doc Antle. The, oh, the yeah. second, so so he well she it. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. It's, <laughs> I'm, gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest with you. This whole fucking thing is they all deserve to be in jail. Yes, the Tiger King, the guy deserves to be in jail. Yeah. Yeah. So does Carol Baskin. I yep. don't know if she, I, I wholeheartedly think that she killed her husband because he was trying to get, he wanted to divorce her. Mm-hmm. And he was going to like, find him in like Europe or something. No, or like they never found him. They never found him. Come on, look at her found, fucking dead eye, bitch. They, they never found property he bought down in Brazil or Peru or wherever. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. But the people that took care of the property said, yeah, he was here for a week. Then he went home and we've never seen him again. Well, here's the thing. And I, God damn it, Connor, you haven't seen it. So I really can't go too far into it. But let's just say that he was into some unsavory shit in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. So if she didn't kill him, they did. Somebody else did. Somebody else So the, the, him, the guy that took over what Tiger King had, he deserves to be in jail. Oh, he's yeah. dead. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He just had a fucking major heart attack and died. Well, I know he had a major heart attack, but I thought he died. Hold on one second. No, because I just read something <laughs> on him last uh, The week. Eminem guy? The Eminem guy? Oh, no, no, no. Like what? Tupac Shakur, but what? Jeff. His name is... <laughs> what was his name? Jeff. My name is Jeff. Jeff. Or... No, the, it was... I, there was another Jeff, the the one that was on Ghost Adventures. Yeah, he was the he, he was the one who passed away. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. All I know well, is so, Carol well, Baskins. I think he had like a major heart attack or something not too long ago. But either either way, he still deserves. I don't give a fuck if he had a heart attack or not. He deserves to be in fucking jail. From um, what I understand, the the government is actually they're taking aim at him now. Like they want him in jail too. They've been. No, they have been. They all. They. they... I, so. <laughs> I just heard basement. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> so, they all deserve to be in jail. I watched all all three of them. There's three up. There's three seasons, and they did one on the the Doc Antle, where yep. that just became fucking occult shit. Yeah, that's that right. Well, Doc, yeah, when Doc was. Running I shoot him right in the cult. neck. Um, but, this whole thing is just so fucking nuts. Like it's like it, it's literally like a fucking circus. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Elephants. But my point is, is, it is so fucked up, so confusing. Honestly, I think depending on what time served for him mm-hmm. is probably good enough. Yeah, I mean, he's going to die. Yeah, even if you like. What the fuck is he going to do? You you could literally, I mean, there's so much chaos, bedlam and 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 carnage in between, not just him, but everybody kind of in that like bubble 
that if if there's not one reason to put him in there, there's another. You know what I mean? Like there's there's enough well, substantial crap between all of them that, that they, like they all should be jailed. Uh, well, yeah, that was actually how it initially started because they tried to get the Tiger King on the conspiracy to murder for hire, right? Mm. They tried to get him on that, but because the FBI, Jeff Lowe, and that other guy, I can't remember his name, worked together to set him up, they couldn't get him on that. Hence why he went to prison for the animal charges. And the murder for hire was never that that was that charge was never pressed against him because they I couldn't don't get, I don't get how they could charge him for animal charges but nobody else that was involved in right. anything there because it's all, you're all complicit with it, you're complacent with it but uh, I mean, fucking Carol Baskin 1000% killed her husband and she's also should be in jail for fucking animal shit and well you also husband. I used to you, eat, I mean eat her there... pussy until her pussies ate me <laughs> There's probably also like plea deals and stuff too. So there, I, I bet you anything, especially with the way how cutthroat they were with each other, that they fucking took argument or they took plea deals where it's like, all right, yeah, I'll give you all this shit on Joe, and then they just point their guns right at him. You know what I mean? So that's actually how that's actually how they got Joe to begin with because the government yeah. was going after Jeff Lowe and that other guy. I can't remember what the fuck his name was. The guy that was actually quote unquote supposed to murder Carol Baskin. Mm -hmm. Um. But they were going after those two, and those two made a deal with the feds to give them the Tiger King. For sure, right. Wendy. So that that's yeah, that that makes all the sense in the world. But um, I mean, I, I don't know. All I know is I look at this guy, and I do not King anything does not resemble anything with him. I mean, King of the Trailer King Park is about it, but you know, yeah. sucking dicks. You know what? what <laughs> Which what he is. Yeah, man, he loves straight boys. You know what astounds me with that? You ain't that straight. What astounds me with that is the fact that he was actually, he started off as a fucking sheriff. And apparently, yeah. according to the people that lived around him, he was actually a decent sheriff. But then he, he lost, he lost his first... arrest for being straight on a Sunday night. But no, but he, here's the thing. he When he had <laughs> the love of his life, the guy that he calls the love of his life, which was his first very first husband... Mm -hmm. and that guy that was drugged up all the time and shot himself no, in the head. No, 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 no. That was on the no. first season of Tiger King. No, there was no, one before him. It, there was one before him back in I think the eight late seventies, eighties, sometime. Yeah, also high school. yeah, but but that was the love of his life, and they were together, and he was doing really good, and he would he was the sheriff, and everything doing really fucking good, living a normal life, whatever, and then his partner died of. I believe HIV or AIDS, same difference, but his partner died. And then that is when he started going off the fucking rails. And he... after that, it was like a downward slope. It's such a weird career trajectory. I was the sheriff. Now, do you want to buy a big pussy or not? <laughs> <laughs> He pivoted. And then he was a country music star. Like, he definitely he pivoted. Pivot. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, speaking of dangerous things and uh, dangerous and stupid people, well, I, 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 don't, I don't consider this next person dangerous. Stupid, 
I think is debatable. Uh, He's more of a danger to himself than anybody else. Yeah, and I, I kind of wanted to briefly talk about this because I think this is something we have never taught. This this group, this person, or these people in general, we have not talked about. Um, we're talking about the Jackass crew, and specifically Johnny Knoxville, who shockingly, brace yourselves here, uh, he suffered brain damage after the latest stunt on one of on, for his upcoming movie, Jackass Forever. Um, again, okay. hard to believe. I know. Not the first bear, time. B- bear with me on this. Um, Knoxville made his final Jackass appearance in, his, in the film, set a stunt where he's knocked into the air by a bull, left him with severe injuries, including a broken wrist, broken ribs, and a concussion that resulted in a brain hemorrhage. Um, he goes, yeah, I got a brain hemorrhage from that, so my cognitive abilities were steep in steep decline after that hit. He added, no one in my family is happy with the stunts. The bull hit was the worst hit I've ever taken from a bull, or maybe, period. I, first off... Okay. Just that last sentence alone. Worst hit I've ever taken, I've from, taken a from a bull. bull is really fucking funny to me. It's it's bad, but it's 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 also really funny. So I I wanted to talk about this because there's a couple of reasons why. First off, I I think that out of just in general about like the Jackass like group and I mean the, the this seems like this will be the last movie coming out in February, which I'm still surprised. Knoxville was willing to even do this stuff given the slew of injuries and things that he has suffered in the in his career. Um, I actually like the guy. I think he's actually really smart, all all things considered, of the, the dumb stunts that he do, does. He's had success. He's had success yeah, like elsewhere in movies. Like yeah. It, yeah. it's not like he needs to do this shit. Right. I mean, um, he's been in True Lies, right? Yeah. Walking yep. Tall. Men in Black. <laughs> No, he's Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, but but uh, uh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say. So, um, you know, I I wanted to talk about this because I'm I'm curious everyone's thoughts on like just Knoxville in general, the Jackass, like I guess the the entourage. Because I'll be honest, I grew up on Jackass, and obviously me being like the, the stupid guy is like that's fucking funny to see people in pain. Let's let's be real here. Sometimes watching those kind of videos is fucking hilarious because you're watching somebody obviously put themselves. You know what I mean? Like it's a guilty pleasure. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm ab- I'm like I'm above that type of of comedy. I'm not. I'm I'm definitely not. Even now, I'm not. Um, what I will say is is that I think you know I'm surprised Knoxville did this movie. To be totally honest with you, um, him with gray hair is really weird to see. Like uh, just him getting his ass knocked around. But I will say that like you know especially like some of the newer stuff or the more recent jackass things aside from this movie, you know, there's obviously the stupid stunts where like, they're going to be like, Oh, that's going to clearly the end result's going to be them like really getting fucking hurt. But there are some jackass pranks or stunts, whatever you want to call them that are very clever and very fucking funny without having to go into that, into that, like, Oh, we're going to go for a cheap, like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to taser this guy in the nuts. And that's the joke. Like, no, there's, there's a couple of other, like funny, like the, like anything with a giant hand, I think is fucking hilarious. Um, I think in the new movie, they're doing one, uh, where like one of those inflatable, like things pops out of like when they're ordering like food at a food truck, which truck or something. Yeah. Which I thought was (laughs) fucking hilarious. Like, it's kind of weird because I love, I love Knoxville, especially his laugh. Just something about like that evil, like kid, like laugh where he's like a mischievous little fucking kid um but just just generally speaking thought i'd open it up to like just talking about um thoughts on the jackass franchise the characters knoxville himself the, 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 the anything of that nature gina before you go all i'm gonna say is we man 
can fuck off. <laughs> I love you, man. Um, but second of all, like I, I don't know. I was never really that into the jackass stuff, mainly because of all the puking that they did. Like it just wasn't. Like, <laughs> it wasn't I was much more into like Viva La Bam, to be honest, because Viva La Bam they did a lot of the comedy in which you were just speaking to and not so much of the sticking shit up their ass or making each other vomit nonstop. Um my kid on the other hand fucking loved Jackass. Like oh my god. Cause when he when he was little I don't remember what movie it was, but whatever one it's the one at the beginning where they start off where they're like blowing each other up like fireworks. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that was one of his favorite movies. And Jackass the movie. Uh, yes, wow. that that one. Uh, there's, there's that was been, hard. There's, there's been three movies, so. Yeah, it, but it was the one where they. Yeah, it was the one where they. I, I, I want to say it was the first one that they yeah. did. That's the um, one. Where one of them took a condom in a fucking car. Of. Yeah, Steve-O. Oh. Yep. Shoved it up his ass. That was yep, Ryan. That was, that, actually, that was Ryan oh, Dunn who did Ryan that Dunn. one. Steve Stevo was like. I actually remember the movie very well because um, it's funny. Steve-O obviously known for doing all the, like the more extreme out of everybody. And, and then he's like, well, I told my dad what I was going to do. And he just gave me that look like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, which is so much worse. And then Dunn's like, yeah, I'll do it. And then he just did it. <laughs> it was just, you know, the crazy thing is uh, Ryan Dunn was my favorite on yeah. that show. Um, so when he died, I, I, I kind of lost interest completely. Um, and then when obviously when Bam started, you know, taking his downward slide, I was just done. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. I like Johnny Knoxville, but as Basement said, I like Johnny Knoxville more in like the different type of movies that he was in. But with 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 this whole like brain hemorrhage thing, I, are we sure that this isn't some sort of like a a ploy in order to get people to go watch the movie? Because we did, after all, just fucking see him in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, did you notice nobody hit him in the head? Yeah, Spoilers. Yeah, so, but... Oh, please, basement. Like, that's a bad thing. Like, come on. Oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> Not to mention, that, that scene could have been filmed months ago. Uh, that's... I don't know. I, guess I mean, the movie's true. coming out literally in, what, like, two weeks or so? So, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's so probably... It probably was, like, a year ago when they were actually recording. Yeah. yeah. It's a movie um, I will not watch. Why is it we man? Austin, Austin Austin is actually excited for it to come out. Like he he's waiting for it. Um, do you guys? I mean, basement. What do you, I mean? Generally speaking, like Knoxville jackass fond memories. I mean, I've enjoyed parts of what they've done of every jackass movie or anything that I've seen from jackass in general. It's like I like. I, I'd be entertained by parts of it. It's kind of one of those things you might put on in the background while hanging out with friends or whatever and, mm. like, pay attention to someone and be like, holy shit. But other things, it's like, I don't really care for this. Um, they're too old to do it now. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know they're the only <laughs> ones that are going to do it. So yeah. there's that. Um, I I just, like, with the with the amount of things available on YouTube of, like, people doing stupid shit... <laughs> You can find on YouTube. It's it's yeah. not like it's not it's not they're not the only people doing it basically, right? Right. Um, right. That being said, I mean, with the cast and crew that they have, they have good chemistry with each other. Obviously, they're friends before they're performers, um, which helps. But uh, I mean, I I won't watch the movie. I'll probably see clips from it 
once it's once it's done and uploaded somewhere else. But I won't sit through an hour and a half movie of people doing that. Being stupid. Just, yeah. It was it was hard for me. Like I, I I've watched parts of the other ones, but I don't think I could sit through an hour because some of the things are fucking just bleh. Yeah, they dress up yeah. like chickens and run carts into each other. It's like not really. There's no entertainment value, and so for me at all. And sometimes it just goes on too long. And then you like you see one of the stuff, but they usually anything that's like the best part of the movie you're gonna see in whatever trailer you see yeah. at some point. You know. I mean, do do you applaud Knoxville for? I mean, I know he's being stupid. I don't think and do... he needs to. I don't think he needs to do it, but I applaud him for doing it. Because he's at least going back to what made him him. Yeah, you know? I, and he's, I, he's doing it because it's his it's his friends group. You can see he's a real fucking person at least. Not that, a, yeah, he, he's not like he he comes across very very genuine, which I do appreciate. I think that's one yeah. of the reasons why I like him, and um, I I think that like. Where was I going to go with this? I have no I think problem with any of the jackass performance. Performers. I don't dislike any of them. It's just like I, there comes a time to hang it up. Yeah. Well, that's what I was surprised at is that I'm actually surprised they're doing this, not just because of their age, but of course, like, you know, with Ryan Dunn's passing and then Bam Margera's unfortunately, you know, problems that he's going with. I'm honestly surprised they decided to do this. I mean, obviously, there's the there's the cash grab opportunity of, oh, we can make money. I get that. Fine. But if you take that out of out of context, I mean, the last Jackass movie was quite a while ago. And I mean, you know, obviously, time's going to be the, the, the worst factor out of them all uh, on, on all of them, which is why I'm kind of glad they mixed in some new stuff. But like, like to Basement's point, it's tough to sit there and watch like an hour and a half of like, oh, they're going to run into shopping carts with each other. And that stuff's like, eh. but honestly, some of the stuff that I actually liked the most, even now more so from Jackass was like the, from the first movie, one of my favorite bits was Knoxville dresses up like an old man and rents a car. He then takes that car into a demolition derby and destroys the fuck out of it. I mean, it's it's totally like it's crushed. It's it's barely moving, and he brings it back. And just watching the interaction with him and the person at the Rena Center is fucking hilarious. Because he's like, well, I brought it back with a full tank of gas, and he's like, just being complete. Like the thing's fucking like it's leaking. He's like, I. It's yeah. So good. It's the skit along with the. Uh, it's the skit along with the act of whatever they do that makes it that much better when it's just like i'm going to t- fucking tightrope and have alligators eat my ass cheeks yeah like that that, like, that you know it's not going to end well yeah my favorite bits were when they when all of the cast dressed up like old people and would ride the fucking wheelchairs around or those electric oh that was good yeah, like, yeah. into each other and shit uh, that type of stuff was my favorite, but I, I think I'm a little less interested in this movie just because of what happened with Bam, and it, it's what happened with Bam. Bam basically uh, is dealing Bam with is a lot of. Um, Bam is dealing with a lot of addiction issues. And, yeah, addiction and issues, and they, they tried the whole cast. They they tried their best to get him help so that he could be because they told him you're not going to be in the movie unless you get help. Yeah, and, and based yeah, God, Cedric. Yeah, he he refused, so he he is not in this movie, um, basically just because of that, and and it's it's super sad that he refused because I I actually really liked Bam, and I, I don't get me wrong, he's not dead. I still do like Bam. I just wish that he would have taken him up on their offer. So, I mean, unfo- did. 
Steve-O did yeah. it. Steve-O got himself clean. He got his life back on the right track. So, Which I'm, is I'm... such a fucking weird story, by the way. <laughs> like, he... He fucking finds a stray dog in Mexico, and that's what gets him clean. Like, yep. What? Hey, hey, whatever gets you to the, you know, whatever gets yeah. you there. You never know what it's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, so to 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 really like, you know, to piggyback off Gina. Yeah, basically what happened was ever since, unfortunately, Ryan Dunn's passing, Bam has not been in greatest of shape. Not, I mean, not even just physically. I mean, mentally, he's not there. He's been using, he's been been abusing alcohol and drugs. So when they were coming together to do this movie, he was obviously he was invited back. Fucked up. Well, extent. he it was it was worse ever since then. Um, I got way worse after Ryan. So At when thirty he, years old, you're running up and punching your elderly dad while he's sleeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he was invited on to do the movie, and of course, throughout the entire production of the movie, he was causing a lot of problems and issues because he was either high or drunk or both on the time. And so it became an issue where it's like, listen, we we're not gonna have you in the movie if this is gonna keep causing problems and stuff. And so they said either get clean or you're not in the movie, and ta da, that's that's basically how. And then so there was a huge falling out, which is unfortunate because I like Bam too, but like, um. But yeah, those are just some of my favorite. I mean, Heather JP. I'm not sure if JP's seen as much as we maybe we have, but have, have, any stunts or anything that come to mind from Jackass stuff that you guys either this enjoyed? We ran out of a cannonball. I wish it would have fucking killed him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, for me, for me, I Jack like the Kenny Rogers Jackass. Be, Jackass is always going to be immortalized by the giant hand. Yeah, yes. that that shit was good. Yeah. Well, when they first came out with it, and it just it hit the guy right in the doorway. He didn't know it was coming, and it's just, I don't know, it's just oh my god, it was fucking hilarious. That, that's the stuff I'm talking about. So it's it's weird to see like when you see them do stuff. It's like it's juxtaposed where it's like oh they do like hey we're gonna we're gonna do a jousting competition in shopping carts, and then you flip to like something that's really fucking clever and really fucking funny. Um, like the giant hand thing where it's like, hey, that much, high five, and then and then just knocks him on their asses. It's so it's so good. And and like the car thing I mentioned and, and the next he, segment, I'm gonna go fight a shark. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, it, it's what? just it's, yeah. it's it's weird. It's it's very weird. But uh, let us know your favorite jackass moments if anybody has them, if you guys are watching this or listening to us, uh on no bucks given. So the last couple of stories I got, guys, are kind of follow-up stuff to stuff we've kind of already talked about before. Uh let's talk a little bit about um Call of Duty. Uh, everyone's favorite game, certainly Rayshon's. Uh, shout out to Rayshon who had a fantastic birthday week. Uh this one's get, an I hope they never make another one. Well, they're gonna oh, they are going to be making oh, more. Oh, well, then you're, then, you're, then you're in for a treat. Mm -hmm. So, um, latest uh, article came out regarding Call of Duty saying, Call of Duty reportedly releasing three more games on PlayStation following the Xbox acquisition. Of course, Xbox acquiring Activision Blizzard, which means they'll soon own Call of Duty and the studios making the Call of Duty games. Of course, that being said, it is still has a future on PlayStation, but it may not be for much longer. According to a new report from Bloomberg, the next Call of Duty is a new Call of Duty Modern Warfare from Infinite uh, Infinity War. Uh, releasing this fall it will reportedly be available on playstation call of duty 2023 is a reportedly new game from the black soft developer it will also apparently be on playstation consoles in 2023 next iteration of call of duty warzone will also be reportedly released it will be on playstation consoles um according to the report and, and it, on that one. what's that treyarch is going to be doing those 
Correct. Uh, the report also adds that Xbox isn't certain if annual releases will continue after this point, which would make sense if Xbox wants these studios to do other things. That said, the amount of money Call of Duty prints every year will be hard to ignore. While resting, the series could be more long-term positive for the franchise. It will be a lot of money to leave on the table in the short term. We kind of talked about this before, um, and it's not really too surprising. I, I'm, I think we're all on the same page that I think they really need to scale back um, the amount of Call of Duty games because they come out with at least two a year, I think, at this point. I mean, they did. We uh, and so a couple things, man. So what I was gonna, I'm gonna throw this out to you guys because I had a, I was talking about this to another friend. I think what they're going to do, or at least what would be who of them, was that um, they're gonna keep the Call of Duty franchise uh, cross-platform and on on both major consoles because if you're gonna isolate it, it's gonna really hurt your sales. Because uh, let's face it, more people have more more people have PlayStations than Xboxes. It's just cut and dry like that. Um, but what I think they'll do is that they will use it as an advantage or leverage for like the Game Pass. And what I mean by that is, you know, Back for Blood. We recently played Back for Blood on the channel. Cheap plug. Go check it out. Um, it is available on Game Pass for free or included in Game Pass. So what'll probably happen, I think what they'll do is that they'll do something along the lines of, hey, um, you can buy Call of Duty for PlayStation, or if you get Game Pass, you get access it early to everybody else, just like Halo Infinite uh, or the Halo series as, as well. But I know that at least for a couple of years, at least right now, because there's still games and, and stuff scheduled that's going to be on both of them. But I mean, do you see Xbox really pulling, maybe not a console pull and play where it's like, hey, you, it, it, it's not going to be Xbox exclusive, let's be fair here. But do you see them doing things like that where they might try to lean it towards the Xbox side more? Um, oh, I see them doing that 100%. Yeah. I see them 100% sitting there saying, you know what, after the third game is made, depending on how much they make off of it, I see them sitting there saying, you know what, yeah. it didn't sell as well as it used to. Xbox Xbox exclusive. Or, you know, Xbox and PC exclusive. You Oh, so you think they'll actually go full board and actually make it Call of Duty just an Xbox only? I do. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, JP, do you think that they're going to do the same thing? No. I, I I don't play Call of Duty, and there's a reason why I don't play Call of Duty. We don't care about the reason. I know that. I, I don't. I mean, if they, it, it would sucks. be, I would say this, and I agree with you. I think it would be dumb for them not to stay cross-platform because they will lose money. Because if PlayStation is going to one of their big sellers, which is MLB The Show, we talked about that. They mm -hmm. cross-platform that. Why would you not? Right. That and that's the yeah. Not? It's yeah. like opening the forbidden door in wrestling. Why would you not? <laughs> right. Um, Basement. What do you? I mean, we again we talked about this before with the, with the huge Activision Blizzard acquisition. I think a week or two ago. But I, I really. I I see them. I don't know about I don't know about doing full exclusive to Xbox. I think they'll definitely pull the the library on the Game Pass. I'll def, I'll, I'll give you that. But going full leaning, I mean, I, I, I your your thoughts. I'm curious. I honestly think that they'll keep cross platform. Um, I can see them easily doing uh, it integrate like integrated with Game Pass to sell Xbox. Mm. Um, and Game Pass. Let's be real. Game Pass is Xbox's future right like to me that's yeah. where you're going to make the money that's where you're going to get people to come over you might yep. lose money for the first five ten years but you're going to gain enough people that the game pass will eventually bring you 
the amount of people to make money. Um, that being said, I do see them for the first time for a while. They're having like DLC specific to Xbox, mm. um, maybe storyline DLC, something single player DLC specific to Xbox, or doing like uh, a title that has the Call of Duty name that isn't that is standalone. Not all their titles need to be called cross platform. It, but I would say I it's see what you're saying. standalone. It has yeah. to be like maybe like a four player co op type thing instead of a multiplayer. Because as, as soon as it Intent. opens up the multiplayer arena, yeah. <laughs> so I can see that happening. But uh, I will also say Call of Duty needs to make some fucking changes. I played the same game for 15 years. They need to fix the problems that they have, specifically with cheating. And secondly, with the fact that. I can shoot bullets in and around my target and still hit them. Like it, the, the, the hitbox shit is is absolute really? bullshit. And I, no, I mean, no. uh, all all it all it is to like returning players now is a rage inducer. In all honesty, if you if you played like I played for as long as Rayshon's played, and all it does is fucking piss me off. So because I mean, it's like okay, the fastest internet is gonna kill you. Yeah. Oh my god, that's actually really yeah. That's a good, that's a great way to to fucking put it. I, I mean, I I uh, you know we were kind of talking about this in relation to like you know the new WWE game that's coming out in in uh, in March, and you know obviously a lot of people are very leery about it because Two K Twenty was such a great game, um, but that could work in their advantage because now they've had almost over two years at this point, right? Going on the or year year and a half. Uh, to 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 work out the kinks and the bugs and the issues they had from the last game, so that that I think maybe doing less of it could be a could be a benefit. You know, less Call of Duty games could be beneficial and maybe make improvements or make changes to the game that a lot of people have been dying and itching for. Um, but I think I I think you're definitely right about the DLC options, or at least like maybe maybe not like a main Call of Duty game, but maybe like a subsidiary, like a subsidiary of it, like something that's like under the umbrella, but just an Xbox exclusive, a brand new I, IP, but under Call of Duty. Right, right. So it's like Call of Duty, like uh, you know, Bill Gates Adventure or something like that. Call of Duty, fuck off, because that's what we have to do. <laughs> Gina, what do you think? Do you, th- do you think they'll do you think they'll do you think they'll lean? Do you think they'll make Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive? Is I guess the question. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Uh, but I do think <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I don't play the game. It's it's not my it's not my kind of game. I'll but be right back. You guys I do, we'll get you back. I do yeah. think that they will probably keep it um, cross platform. <laughs> However, I could definitely see the DLC, like Basement was saying. Uh, me personally, I would not give a fuck if it just went away completely, to be quite honest. It won't because it's a money grab for them because, it, you know, most of the younger kids play Call of Duty. But uh, I don't fucking care. Yeah, honestly, I, if they do keep it as cross-platform, good on them. But they definitely, as Basement said, the campaign mode needs to be four-player co-op. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they'll they, hopefully... They'll take a look at the the successes and the more popular uh, playthrough, especially with Halo, and hopefully Aww. apply it to like, oh, this worked in Halo. Let's see if we can yeah. e- apply certain dynamics of it. I'll tell you right now, though, if we're playing Call of Duty and I can jump twenty feet in the air and stay floating up in there and change the gravity and the speed run, uh, it's gonna be fucking 
It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great time. I just don't understand with Call of Duty how there can be so many glitches and so many like downsides to it when you have a game like Insurgency that came out. And I actually enjoy playing Insurgency. I don't know if anybody else has tried to play it. But I find that there's not quite as many glitches in Insurgency as there is in Call of Duty. And Call of Duty has been coming out literally since my child was like fucking... Well. Well, what I was going to say was that, that part of it could be the fact that they are like trying to speed rush and print these things out as fast as humanly possible. And so when you do that, it's a money grab. It, it, right. So that's what we're saying is that like maybe they'll hopefully reduce the amount of games they come out on a yearly basis. Oh, they're not going to reduce it. Yeah. Well, sorry. I mean, it's a, it's a money crossed. grab. They're not, they're not going to reduce anything. Fingers it's crossed. <laughs> a money grab. <laughs> Well, it's not even just that. I mean, a lot of the glitches are also caused by the fact that there are a lot of people on their servers using mm -hmm. the using the hacks to get the best score possible, and all of that. So that's that's another thing that causes glitches and has their system go fucking nuts. Honestly, I think that's it, why it, I never really got into Call of Duty because I, I I do know that like yes, you can play on your own or whatever, but in order to like actually play a game or whatever, you have to play online and i i just i i have no i have no inkling to play against a fucking crazy 11 year old that's calling me a fucking cunt and a bitch and everything else under the fucking moon it's, it's fun just, it's, it's still fun oh well, well that's why you turn the voice chat off or you sit there and you just play with us in the custom game mode where it's literally just us nobody else i'm telling you right now my colored vocabulary would have a lot of parents on the fucking headphones. Very quick. Good. <laughs> Each little brat something. Some new, some new curse words. Um, with that being said, we've got one last little story here um, that we're going to do here. Again, a little bit of a follow-up from something that we've talked about before here. It's involving our favorite uh, pig heart transplant story, but this one has a little bit of a twist to it. Uh, this when I When I saw this one pop, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is really interesting. So the, the article reads, the first pig-to-human heart transplant, which we talked about before, required, I, I love this, the, the title is, required just the teeniest bit of cocaine. <laughs> As if the story couldn't get any more interesting. Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, uh, we talked about how, you know, they they experimented with a pig-to-human heart, uh, pig heart transplant because of the lack of human hearts and just trying and, and doing certain things to modify it. But apparently, um, they successfully completed a pig-to-human heart transplant, but they owe it all to the wonders of cocaine. Um, according to the rundown last week from Vice, part of the experimental surgery success is attributed to the novel use of a solution combining a unique cocktail of hormones, which we talked about before, and a minute, minute but controversial amount of cocaine. It was the first time the mixture was utilized here in the United States. It was produced by a Swedish manufacturer and required some pretty serious scrutiny from the DEA. Um, what's particularly nuts here is that the scientists apparently aren't entirely sure why the hormone and coke recipe worked so well at preventing donor hearts from rapidly deteriorating. Regardless, it apparently seemed to do the trick. So, <laughs> so it's not like it's just, oh, we decided to do this. It, and, and the part is like, oh, this worked. Why did this work? 
cocaine. No, no. I wish I could tell you. I, 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 I've been trying to wrap my head around this one. I'm thinking, okay, the only thing I can think of, the only thing I can think of is that, and, and I am no scientist. I am no drug expert by any stretch of the imagination. Cocaine is an upper, so it increases and rapidly, uh, it rapidly increases, increases heart rate. Heart rate yes. That is the only thing I can think of as the reason why it might work. I have no fucking idea otherwise. It increases your heart rate. Yeah, and I mean, my, my guess as to why cocaine and the hormones work together is the hormones work to balance the heart while the cocaine works to speed up the, the heart to the point of like a human heartbeat. That's the only thing I can guess. Again, I'm not a scientist either. But yeah. I have to fucking share this one because the, the fucking cocaine, man. <laughs> and last week we we learned what did we learn about this? This guy was was he a drug user, alcoholic, something? He because he, he tried, was he he was he habitual. He was a habitual non medication follower. He, yes. He constantly forbade the doctors, didn't take his medicines on time, didn't take them routinely when he needed to. And more interestingly enough, as Basement found out, he had also in the past stabbed somebody seven times. Yes. So, so okay, let's just add this up here. Yep, yep. We've, we've got a felon, right? Possibly murderer, because we don't know if this person actually died or not. And he has a heart problem, but he won't take medication for it. So let's give him a pig heart. And then to make it better, in order to make said pig heart work, we're going to put cocaine in it. Right. Now, they do stress in the article that it was a a very minute amount. But imagine having, like, cool, the surgery went successful. There is a couple of things you have to make sure of. Make sure you drink plenty of water. Do not overexercise. Oh, and by the way, you need to sniff this every two weeks in order for your heart to keep working. (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't that be some shit if you turn him into like a fucking lifelong cocaine user over this sorry basement to clear up the person he stabbed seven times ended up in a wheelchair i think and then died like 10 years ago so Uh, he did fuck fucking basically yeah inadvertent murder all right Inadvertent murder. Okay, right. I mean, he definitely, he definitely <laughs> meant to do it. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I, I mean, basement. What do you, what do you, what do you think on this whole? I mean, it's just like, yeah. Let's just, let's just add to the absurdity. It's, it's like, isn't there anything else you can take to speed up your heart that's not an addictive Adrenaline. narcotic? I, I mean, yeah, there's a I bunch of things, but. But that's the best part is that they don't know why it worked. I want to know why it was suggested. Is that we're going to have to go to Sweden and find out what the fuck they're doing over in Sweden. Like, God knows what they're injecting people with in Sweden if they came up with this concoction. Yes, JP? Start talking. I want to know why we're still talking about this fucking pig to heart transplant. (laughs) Because it's funny and it's like... This shit with this, like the story keeps on unfolding, and it gets more and more absurd as it fucking begins to unfold. Next week, everybody will have a story on the pig to heart transplant, where he's related to the Tiger King. <laughs> and when next week, well, they're gonna find him rolling around in mud. <laughs> <laughs> 
He just says he needs to cool down after gonna find out that... an exorbitant <laughs> amount of cocaine. <laughs> They're going to find out that his father was a pig farmer. This just in oh, Joe Exotic God. getting a, a pig to heart transplant, and he asked for <laughs> extra cocaine. Oh, my God. Well, he did like the cocaine when he was out of prison, so. Oh, my God. Jesus. Lord. Well, with that being well, said. What... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. I would say, with that being said, I think that kind of wraps up everything on this week's No Bucks Given, unless there was anything else anybody else wanted to uh, chime in with this week. Anybody else got any uh, fun little tidbits? Just the AFC and NFC Championship games are tomorrow. (laughs) So that's pretty much it. Very nice. And a few good luck to your teams. I hope they all die in a flaming burn of hell. Jesus, fuck. Go Rams! <laughs> I've been. I don't care anymore. Basement Gene, anything? JP is going to end up being canceled at some point. <laughs> unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, no. It's not going to happen because his channel is still too small right now. <laughs> That's true. Aww. I was thinking more along the lines of Twitter or something. Oh, never say never. <laughs> the shit oh, yeah, he has yeah, said, never. not just about wrestling, but also <laughs> politics. If he hasn't been banned yet, it ain't happening. Basement just said never say never. Here's what I don't fucking understand. I got fucking booted from Twitter for a copyright. That happened four fucking years ago. I don't understand this. Hey, place. listen, I, I, I had, so I haven't uploaded anything wrestling related in God knows how long on my channel. Right. And literally two weeks ago, oh, your, uh, your review from raw on in 2018 has been copywritten. Oh my gosh. What? Not only that, it's privated. All my wrestling videos, except for the last episode of the Random Wrestling Podcast, have been put on private. So I'm like, so you're copy... Oh, you're copywriting dead. something that's not even going to be seeing the light of day anymore. What the fuck is this guy fucking doing? It's it's so it's so bizarre. But anyway, that being said, we want to thank everybody for tuning in and appreciate everybody for tuning in for another episode of No Bucks Given Episode 4. Again, make sure you guys haven't subscribed to us over on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. We just again, again for the third time this week, hit 350 subscribers. So again, help us getting on that track and the pathway to 500, hopefully by the end of June. Of course, you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast sites, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, and Stitcher. Um, and like comment share all that fun stuff uh any last minute thoughts from anybody before we wrap this week's up enjoy the rest of your weekend if you are anywhere on the east coast with this nor'easter that just went by stay safe stay warm (laughs) i hope you all keep your electricity (laughs) 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 oh god that being said, thank you all for thank you all so much. Thank you to Heather, JP, Gina, and Basement for joining us on this week. So we'll see you guys uh very, very soon for another episode of No Bucks Given right here on the Horny Goat. See you later, fuckers. Bye. Well 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 said. Like negative five thousand degrees.